Hello, everybody, and welcome to Philip and Friends, a podcast. This is a podcast where I, Philip Kostelecki, talk to friends of mine and the friends throughout my life, or even people I wish to be friends with. And we talk about friendship loosely. Uh, and we just sort of also talk about other random stuff. But it's a really fun podcast. And today, our wonderful guest is Mickey Overman, who's a fantastic comedian hailing from Nederland. Uh, she's very, very funny. Uh, she's won all sorts of awards, and she's done a great Edinburgh Fringe show, and I'm very excited to have her on. Uh, but before we do that, any uh, regular listener of the show will know that now is uh, now is my lovely chance to to catch up with our wonderful producer, Lucas. Hello, Lucas. Hello, Philip. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm How's all right. week been? But weeks. Uh, I was gonna I was gonna ask you about your week first, if you don't mind. Oh, okay. Yeah, go ahead. How was your How was your week? Yeah, no, it's been good. I went out for drinks with a friend the other week, um, which was good. I had I had a few a few drinks. Do you ever find it that when you're when you're trying to get your way home drunk and uh, you're on city mapper and it's like you're trying to go home and like when you there's like a button that says get me home yeah. on city mapper do you ever find that when you're like it's late at night like the text is really big do you think that's true yeah 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 it happens when you when you're when it's like late at night on like a friday or a saturday the text is like really big oh. cuz it knows you're like fucked but i find that really patronizing i'm like i can fucking read <laughs> I don't need you to tell me what to do. Well, I know where I live. Yeah, that's quite a. Well, maybe they expect as you get as you uh, later on in the day you age, and so maybe because you're older, you're more mm. likely to need glasses. Through the stuff passing like. of time, but the yeah. next morning it goes back to normal size. Look, well, is it isn't it the case that when you're younger, you're the tall when you're old, when you're in the um, when you wake up, you're the tallest you are because your line like your body has stretched out. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know. So that. you should measure yourself uh, for like your height. You should do it in the morning. That's the tallest oh. you are. Um, unless your aim is to be shorter than you are. No, no, no. Um, I'm going to put that in my dating profile. So I'm going to yeah, be like yeah. six foot in the morning. Yeah, six foot in the morning. How tall are you actually? I'm 5'11 and a half. Oh, uh, yeah. You, so you are six, foot in, six foot in the morning. So you should be like six foot in the morning. All the more reason to stay over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'll let you know how that works out. All right, good. Um, do you want to hear about my week? Yeah, absolutely. While the homeless adventures uh, continue, oh, good. this week featuring a bit less cum. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was uh, really mean. That no, 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 mean that's fair. fine. You can no, listen no, no. to last week's episode. For yeah, context. listen to last week's episode uh, for context. Um, it's good. I actually had a follower of mine um, who uh, got in touch and said, "Oh, we have these couches that you can crash at." Oh, really? Um, and so she's gotten in touch, and uh, my friend Peter and I are now crashing at this this lovely, lovely Venezuelan lady's uh, <laughs> house. Uh -huh. There's two couches there. We're sleeping on there. It's quite nice. Wow. I was staying at my friend uh, Jack's over the weekend, and he said, "Oh, if you're staying at this follower's place, you should go see this film, Misery." Have you ever seen the Stephen King film, Misery? No, no. It's basically no. about a super fan who, like, um, her favorite author is in town. And yeah. she like causes like he gets in a car accident and she pulls his body out from the wreckage and like traps him in her, her house to make sure that like he writes yeah, his final book. Yeah, 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 and he's yeah. like basically it's like a bit of a like a horror thriller film. But he made me watch that right before I went to go see this fan who I would only met about twice in person. Um, but it's been nothing like that at all. But she's been, been lovely. She's been very lovely, she very friendly. Have, like, have you ever seen that bit in the Alan Partridge show where he like goes to someone's house and he's yeah. got like a room of like yeah, yeah, Alan no, no, Partridge? No, 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 no. It wasn't None like that. that. None of my. She didn't have a Philip room. She didn't. Have, she a Costalecki corner, if you will. <laughs> she she did not have a Philip room. Thank God. Okay. A Philip foyer, perhaps. Mm. Uh, no, no, no. That's that's very lucky. Um, but uh, outside of that, I've been in. Uh, I was in Hull over the weekend doing some gigs for the Hull Comedy Lounge, and I was staying at this apartment uh, hotel. Uh, it was just a hotel uh, that I got put up in, which was uh, it was a, it was on paper not a bad hotel, but the only issue was is that you. Uh, I'm gonna ask your opinion on this. It was mm. it was I only paid 25 pounds for the extra night. I got the first night free, 25 pounds for the extra night. Yeah. Regular price is 48 pounds though, mm -hmm. but each room didn't come with a toilet. You didn't oh, get your own bathroom. Do you think 48 toilet. pounds is a bit much to be paying when you have to share a toilet? For a shared bathroom, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but hostels can cost upwards of that much. 
You like last minute though. Yeah, yeah, last minute. But was it a last minute thing? No, 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 no this was booked. Oh, this was the standard. And, okay. So it was like 10 rooms sharing a bathroom. This was the weirdest part. I stayed there two days in the hotel. Mm-hmm. I didn't see a single other person. Oh. I didn't see a single other guest. I heard noises from the rooms. I bet you did. Screams. Yeah. And, um, but not a single other person. Isn't that bizarre? That's quite weird. Yeah. But I can understand that like, it's not very sociable. Yeah. Hotels. But also what was weird is that the guy who runs it on the second day, I did the gig and I, I showed, I went to the front desk and I said, uh, hello. Cause he was kind of like scammered in the corner somewhere. I, I okay. said to him, I gotta ask the, I gotta add this extra day on to, to my stay. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, I text you early in the week. Is this still possible? And I explained this whole situation and, he, and then he just went, you're a bit tall, aren't you? <laughs> I was like, you didn't listen to a single word I just said, did you? That's and, like, if you went down to reception and be like, hi, can I get a towel? And he'd be like, you have lovely eyes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was completely like, he didn't even, even, even care really. And then he said, are you doing the comedy lounge? And I went, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he said, um, what type of comedian are you? And I said, oh, it's a bit of observational, a bit of storytelling. And then he just went, I don't like storytellers. Oh, I was like, great. I don't like thanks. storytellers. I don't like storytellers. He's like, oh, 20 minutes with only three punchlines. It's not my style. And I went, okay. And then I said, well, it's more observational than it is storytelling. I completely <laughs> you regressed. You changed I your whole routine my, just for him. I didn't stand my ground at all. No. Ready for my live dates? Yeah. All right. It. This comes out on Monday. So if you want to catch me this week, I'm uh, doing Live or Die. It's a comedy competition at the Comedy Store in London. Uh, you got five minutes, but can you last the five minutes? That's the big question. I thought I thought people would get more on board with it. Then I realized it's just you in the room. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a big question. Can I last the five minutes? Are you gonna do that? Am I gonna? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Same. I'm gonna go on. Can well, I do it? Can I do it? <laughs> well, I live my life a quarter minute at a time. You know? Yeah, like okay. uh, like Dominic Toretto. <laughs> uh, and then also the last thing which I plugged in the last episode. I'm doing a work in progress of my hour long show. Are you done goofing? On the 26th of October in London, mm-hmm. uh, at Room 43. So uh, check out my link tree for more details. Should we get Mickey on? Let's do it. Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. Hello. Welcome. Coming to the lair. Philip and his friends, oh, Philip has friends. Why don't you come spend some good time with them? Philip and friends. A podcast. All right, shall we do the, um, I don't actually know how we start. Um... You start by giving me a nice compliment. Yes. <laughs> you, hey, uh, Mickey, you look great today. Oh, <laughs> but I can't deal with it. I just walk out. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Are we all, are we all rolling? We're good to go. We're good to go. Well, Mickey, welcome to the podcast. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me. Philip and Friends? Yes. Yeah. First time on the podcast? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't know we were friends. Yeah. So, you know, it was all very shocking. Really? Yeah. So was that a pleasant or a surprise or a, a horrible know? surprise? Oh, really? But you know, I'm dealing with it. I'm here. You gonna bring uh, that energy into the podcast, yeah. are you? I am. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love yeah. being your friend. That's good. Well, Philip, I consider a friend somebody that you can rely on. Yeah. So I actually have a couple things I need some. Oh no. Yeah, I got a couple <laughs> debts I need clearing up. Um, in that sense, no. Um, Mickey Overman, uh, yeah. Dutch. Dutch. Dutch by name. And nature. Nature. <laughs> Don't think you do. Do you have a middle name? No. Really? Also, my first name is not very Dutch. Mickey. Yeah. Uh, anything to do with the mouse? No. No. I think my parents. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't think they knew it was a nickname. What is it a nickname for? Michael. Michael. Yeah. yeah. I don't think they knew that. I thought they were like. Yeah. This sounds 
fun. It is fun. Yeah. It's a very fun name. Do you know, I, uh, in your, so uh, you just come back from Edinburgh. Mm. And I, I don't know if your joke, that this joke that I heard was in that show, but you, the joke about the postman handing you. Yes. Um, trying to hand you something and he going, your name isn't Mickey. And you yeah. go, yeah, it is Mickey. And he goes, no, Mickey is a mouse. Yes. And it was only until that moment that I had actually clicked that the Mickey in your name is the same as Mickey and Mickey Mouse. You know what's funny is uh, that bit of the joke was not in it. So that bit was in it, but that bit of the joke wasn't in it. Really? Yeah, because that was a real thing where the postman was like, Mickey is mouse. Mickey is mouse. Mickey is mouse. That's how he said it. And then um, I think uh, people just were like, what? And uh, and then I didn't... I, I, Basically, what it was is I, I I think the postman was a very nice man, but had some developmental issues, mm. which is why he said Mickey is mouse. Mickey is mouse. And I actually thought like I don't really want to get into yeah. to that, and I don't want it to seem like I'm making fun of a person who has developmental issues. But I think no one would have known, right? Yeah, but that's why they were just confused because like Mickey's Mouse is not proper English, or that, yeah. you know. And I don't want it to think that I'm dumb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, God, God forbid. God forbid. I'd rather make fun of somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, and I didn't want to make fun of him. Yeah, so uh, I just. Uh, but you know what's funny about that bit is that I say my name in it about seventeen times. Yeah. Uh, and I say Mickey so often, and by the end, people would walk out and be like, "What is your name?" Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is dumb, isn't it? Yeah, it's really. You can funny. literally people what they hear, what they don't. Well, Simon and Garfunkel have a song where they say a man only hears what he wants to hear and Ooh. disregards the rest. So yeah, it's pretty poetic and it's yeah. pretty impressive that I just Ugh, threw that out there. Men, am I, I right, know. lads? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Wait till you find out this week's sponsor. Um, <laughs> men's right activists. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'm really in. Uh, I am. I'm for that. Really? Give them some rights. Yeah. The boys. The boys. <laughs> We're all about the boys here. That's why we call it the man lair. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yikes. Um, well, it smells like it. So. Yeah, it does. It does smell. Have you ever? Um, do you have any siblings? Yes. Have you ever women. had men? What? Women. Women siblings. Exclusively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is if uh, women get the same stench, but there's a um, there's a stench there's a stench that uh, that boys produce when they've played video games for seven hours straight. Oh in their yeah, rooms. yeah, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about, and I have been in those stenches. Yeah. Have but you ever me, caused me it? Me and my sisters, I don't think, have... Uh, have produced it. No. Yeah. I really don't think so. What a, what a shame. This uh, this podcast, I hope, is firmly in the binary, because uh, that's really what I stench. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We only talk about men and we talk about women. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, we like it that way. Mm. We're traditional, you know? Yeah. Uh, podcast about friendship? Nice. You have friends, I presume. Ugh, that's so mean. <laughs> to, to assume that you have friends? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have friends. Yeah. So let's start You're with... You're one. I'm one. Yeah. Apparently recently anointed recently, as one. Yeah. Um, who's your first friend? We always start there. Who's oh, the first friend? Oh, that's nice. Mendy Kuma. Mendy Kuma. hmm Wow. Yes, that was my first friend. Uh, Dutch, I presume? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, she was my first friend. When did you meet? Uh, in... Uh, well, she's the first friend I, I remember. Maybe yeah. I had some friends before that, yeah. but I'm, we met in uh, in primary school. Primary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are you still friends with Mendy Kuma? Is that her full name, by the way? Kuman. Kuman. Yeah. What does Kuman mean? It really sounds like I'm trying to do like an offensive Jamaican accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm not. That was her name. And uh, she, uh, where did we meet in primary school? And what was your next question? I've already forgotten. I saw you still but, friends. But with... I'm great on this podcast. I'm <laughs> yeah, going to be yeah, great yeah, on yeah, this yeah. podcast. Are you still friends? No. No. But we moved a lot. And As it's a family? Really, yeah, and it's really hard to stay friends with someone when you move when you're eight. Yeah. 
I don't know why I said it like that. I don't know why I said yeah like that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it is. Isn't Maybe it? you're like remembering people. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Need, <laughs> like need. you dropped you as a friend when they were eight, and you were like, yeah, no, it's really hard. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, it is, it is hard to, to to maintain it unless I think your parents have to do a lot of the facilitating. In fact, I think most friendships at that age have to be pretty parent facilitated. Yeah, but you know what? Uh, I still have. A, we we did a talent show together once, mm-hmm. and that was like uh, I, I I carry that with me still. What did um, you do in the talent show? Well, we had we sang. Yeah. Um, I was very nervous. Yeah. I'm not a natural performer, you know. Like that was late. I I, I got I got the <laughs> the bug late in the game. I was uh, very bad. I think. Yeah. I sort of was like trying to hide in the background. Well, uh, uh, she, you did, g- she did most of the work. Good singer? Yes. You're actually a good singer still. Huh? You're a good singer. Well. Yeah. Are you, you're not supposed to say yes, but I'm, I can carry a tune. You carry, <laughs> I can carry the tune. <laughs> As in, like, I can, I'm, it's not like off, you know. Yeah. It's, I'm not like a, some kind of amazing singer, but I can like. Yeah. What yeah. Did you, do you remember what you sang with uh, Mendy Kuhlman? Yeah. It was, the song was called, Get Ready for This. Gumball Machine. Gumball Machine. And it was a song about a girl who just would love a gumball machine in her room. Yeah. Um, that would just... Uh... Is this a Dutch song? Yes! Yeah. And is the song called, called Gumball Ka- Machine? It was called Kauchenballeboom. Kauchenballeboom. Oh, I guess it's called uh, Gumball Tree. Gumball Sorry, Tree. I did the translation wrong. Yeah. It goes, Ik wil geen drop. Ik wil geen chocolade. Okay, go on. Here's the thing. It's not a nice language. So, you know, you might think like, oh, she can't really sing. But actually what you're what you're like responding to is the fact that I'm like yeah. into the microphone. Keep going, though. But I... <laughs> okay, I don't remember the rest. You don't remember the rest? No. And so it's about a girl who wants a we gumball like, machine. Yeah, we were like six. So it's a very long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So I carry that. You carry you know? that memory. Where, where, where were you born, actually? We didn't know. I really should have asked this I first. was born in a place called, well, Hilfersum. Hilfersum. But, but I met her in Olmeda. Oh. Which I always explain to English people is kind of like the Milton Keynes. Yeah. So it's like a satellite town. Yeah. From the main city. Yeah. Which would that main city be? Amsterdam. Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you, I've started doing this thing in, uh, in my uh, general speech where uh, I say, um, I say uh, very impressed like a Dutch person. <laughs> Because I think that's fun to go. It's like if someone does something cool, I go, oh, very impressed. Yeah, like it's this. a fun accent. Yeah, and uh, that's why I didn't, uh, yeah. I didn't uh, adapt, ad- adopt it. Adopt Ado- it. Adopt it. Do you think you would, uh, you'd be more amusing if you had a Dutch accent? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Rob Beckett told me that. Did he? I met him one time. <laughs> just, uh, just to tell you, uh, listeners, I, I only met him one time, yeah. and he said, uh, you should play up your accent. And I said, but I don't sound like that. And he said, make you funny. Like, make you funny. Oh boy. <laughs> that was after I'd been on stage. So yeah. that was a real, uh, real Did you not, If you were gullible though, wouldn't you have, didn't you go with it? Did you try it once? Well, the thing is like, I, I genuinely was like, I get, I get what he means. Yeah. He said, I play it up. Like his, um. Really? Essex. Yeah. Um, but I, well, the thing is like, I, I'm really bad at accents. I can only do this weird mix of whatever this is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I actually cannot do... The, whenever I try and do a Dutch accent, I just do my dad. What does that sound like? I just go really low. Like Patrick always, my boyfriend, <laughs> who you know, but yeah. people might not. Uh, no, he always says to me, um, you go really low, it's really weird. Mm. So I always just go, yeah, the thing is about... To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a funny um, accent, but I I am trying to be funny uh, with uh, my jokes. Mm. Mm.
Uh, our sponsor this week is The Wolf Perfume. Lucas, you know that we're a podcast for the manly man in oh, this yeah. world, right? Oh, yeah. 100%. So, the wolf perfume allows men to unleash their inner wolf in a society that many would say don't allow it anymore. If you and your girlfriend have had an argument and you're in the wrong, don't sleep on the couch. Unleash your inner wolf and the pure stench of bone marrow and squirrel blood will make sure that you get the bed all to yourself. The wolf also works outside of a relationship, allowing you to spread your ideas and your legs in all social circumstances. If you go to www.unleashthewolf.com forward slash friends, spelt with a PH, of course, you can get a discount on their premium perfume. Alpha Wolf for the Beta Wolf. It also says here that I should mention that the Wolf Perfume is a proud sponsor of This Girl Can and the Women's Paralympics. I didn't even realize the women had Paralympics, but I guess they do. Uh, good for the Wolf to support them. Well, thank you to the Wolf for sponsoring this week, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Would you buy the Wolf, Mickey? So many things wrong with that. Obviously, well, this will never make it in because I'm like, you know, but that sounds like for rapists. Yeah. And who did you get to replace Mandy? A lot of M, uh, M names so far. Melanie. Oh, wow. Another M. Wow. Yeah, she was my friend. So Melanie was Mandy's replacement. Yes. At the age of eight. At the age of eight. Melanie. Melanie Nafius. Nafius. Yeah. Yeah. She was so nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still have her on Instagram. But, but then I... Skipped a grade, so then smart of of me or because were, I was were smart. you smart? I don't think my so. Girl's I don't really smart. Know <laughs> yeah. I don't my really girl's know wicked smart. <laughs> Miss Mickey's wicked smart. <laughs> I don't really know. You know, I don't actually think I am that smart. But uh, I don't. Uh, I think it was just like a fluke. Like I'd done all my homework, and they were like they were like confused. They were very impressed. <laughs> yeah, they were very impressed. <laughs> and then uh, and then so and then so then that ended and then that started a whole long period of me having absolutely no friends. Really? Until I was 15 and I met my friend Shadi. Oh, so you had to, how long was this stretch? Gosh, so long. Uh 6 years or something. 6 like that? years without friends. I mean, I had like periods where I would have a friend. Yeah. But it, it was not a lot. How did you feel that that's affected you now, if you don't mind me asking? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a huge uh, reason why I'm even here. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe if I'd had some friends, I would have just, you know, walked a, 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 just a more Normal traditional path. path. Yeah. Uh, do you think, what was the reason for not having friends? Do you think there's... Is well, it... the moving. So the moving yeah. and then being the youngest in the class, that was yeah. a big thing. And then, yeah, coming in and being being the new person in, in these... Do you think there's anything? I'm not. I'm not trying to victim blame here or anything like that. But do you think there's any advice or something you could have been given when you were younger? Like something I could have worn. Yeah, something, yeah. something you could have worn to welcome. <laughs> you know, just show, wear a short dress as a little nine-year-old. Maybe you. Maybe some of the guys would have talked to you then. No, I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Like you think about sometimes your childhood. And if there's anything you could change. Sorry. Um, okay, look, I'm sorry if I offended you. you. Don't need to bang the mics. Though. Yeah, no, I know. Um, do you think there's anything that you like something that could have happened and alter that you would have had more friends when you were younger? Or do you think it was just kind of like people were not open to being friends with you? Mm, I think it was just probably like a lot of things. Yeah. I think like people, like stranger danger, they're just like, oh my God, who the fuck is this? Yeah. And then, you know, and then uh, I was just also uh, just a bit weird. Yeah. Not was. I am. But it's less noticeable yeah. uh, when you're around. Comedy. I think also, so, well, you know, we were talking about this beforehand. And I wonder if this is if this is still applicable. We talked about a few things beforehand in the 10 minutes before when you were... When you were um, 
Yeah. When you were gone. Everyone's favorite bit of the pod. Everyone's favorite bit of the pod is the first 10 minutes uh, <laughs> when it's just the bros talking. Uh, no, we're talking about how, well, you know, in the case of like a, a canceled comedian or something like this, right? Sure. And that you could be in a room with five other comedians and you would actually kind of maybe have maybe not the, 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 the socially acceptable view on it or maybe even have a bit more of a critical view on it. Mm-hmm. But because the five of you are there, there's no opportunity to actually discuss it because you're kind of bound by the social contract of having to be uh, on the surface on the right side on the right side right it's the same thing with the monarchy like I was saying that I think a lot more people who support the a lot more people don't support the monarchy don't care but kind of have to socially for their workplace Sure, sure. And the same thing as well. It's like, and then this is the comparison where it maybe drops a little bit. In, in communist and socialist governments, there's a lot of people who actually disagree with the government, authoritarian regimes who disagree with it, but because they have to for the sake of their job. Sure, yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. And I wonder if in the world of kids, it's the same. <laughs> in that, <laughs> let's take you, for example, there may be kids who maybe wanted to be. Oh, I think you're completely yeah. right. I could spot them looking at me. You could spot them looking at you and going, she I might, know you want she me. You might be all right. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's a huge social pressure to. Yeah. to but, but it's weird. You think the kids. Because if you get decided kid... to be like the weakling, then because uh, I think it's a bit like wolf packs. You know, they have to have like a runt or whatever that one's called. Yeah. And then if you're that, then other people, uh, it would be really bad for their social status yeah. to to be like, oh, I, I like that one in yeah. the corner. It's tough. Yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm fine now. Are you? Yeah, I actually am. Good. It's been a long time. Why'd you move around so much? My dad's job. What was he? He was always like changing them. It wasn't even like his. It wasn't like he worked for you know. He was like a diplomat, and he constantly got. He <laughs> yeah. just constantly got like different jobs. Because he got fired, or he just didn't feel like. No, working at job. first he was um, moving up the ladder, so he would work for like different company. He worked in um, classical music, and so he oh, would well. work for like different orchestras. Yeah. And then uh, he got really disillusioned with that, so then stopped doing that job. And then uh, just got a lot of different jobs, and we just constantly were like moving around. That's that's I've never I've never really heard that story before. Um. Well, I mean. I mean, not the, obviously it's very particular. It's very, to, it's very, very specific to, you, to me, yeah. But it's uh, it's it's not the the classic kind of like moving around jobs, is it? No, it's not at all. It yeah. was just uh, it was just uh, we it, <laughs> we would always have like uh, I I remember this so vividly, like the way they would always tell us. At some point, we started just knowing when we were going to move again because they would always like we would have like a family meeting yeah. and they would sit us down and they would be like, guys, and we're like, oh, we're fucking moving again. Aren't we? Yeah, yeah. And it was just um, yeah. Did, were they ever shocked that you knew that you were moving again? Were they like, guys, we no. need to play? This, this is really surprising. You're not going to believe what's happening uh, again. No, they actually um, uh, respect us, uh, our yeah. intelligence. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was just trying to make a whimsical, comical feature. Please don't. That's absolutely. This is my life. I know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, let's talk about these friends then that kind of cut the the, sure. the non friendship period. I had who, a friend called Britta Sips. Britta Sips. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> she was actually. The- hey, uh, Lucas is very disrespectful. Um, Lucas. Uh, she actually uh, introduced me to friends. The TV show. show. Yeah. 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 Not any other friends. Obviously. Not any other <laughs> friends. She was like, God, not this one. Um, yeah. She. I, I remember, and I had a, I have a really vivid memory of just being so confused why it was funny, but I was also like eleven. Yeah. So I was also just like, but I, I just remember it. So, and then like a couple of years later, I like got into it myself. But I remember being eleven and being like, I don't understand, and I. I think before I like properly got 
funny. I think I was really fascinated by funny things. Although when people were like laughing, I really wanted to understand it. Yeah. But I really didn't most of the time. Yeah. I remember when I was like young and my parents were watching this commercial and they really laughed at the commercial. Yeah. And I just spent like, I asked just so many questions and they were just like, it just is funny. And I was just like, but why? Like, wh- like explain it. To me. And they just couldn't yeah. because it was like a gut reaction. Did your um did your siblings also have issues with uh the the moving around and, and getting friends and stuff? No. No. <laughs> I, I asked that question knowing that the answer might no. might come across mean. No. No. No, they they had problems moving around, but yeah. they did not have problems making friends. Are they all older or younger? I'm in the middle. You're in the middle. Just a freak in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Mickey in the middle. Mickey in the middle. Yeah. That's the next show. <laughs> That's the next show, guys. Yeah, no, it was just me. I don't know. I and I look. I would look to them, being like, "How are you doing? This? How are you doing this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what wizardry is this?" <laughs> but I think mine was just like it. Just it was like a circumstance. Like I, the the year I met Britta was the first year of my high school period, mm. and then we moved. So then the new school. Oh my god! What chance did you I stand? Know. You know, it's well, just they, so. That's ma- what I mean. It's so, so like, brutal. Yeah. So then the new school. I came into it in the second year when everyone had just made friends, just made groups. Like, yeah. whereas my sister, she, my younger sister, was doing like her last year of primary school and then went into mm. high school. So it was fine. Oh, everyone was new. Yeah. And my older sister, she went into uh, a year where all the classes get moved around, like yeah, moved yeah. up again. So then she was fine as well so that year i had that year a couple of years later um when everyone was moving and that was another year where i was like doing okay and i I made this friend called mariella another m another m wow and um and she and i got really really close but then the year after we moved again oh my goodness yeah but that is when i met my my friend who i'm still friend this is the only friend from school that i'm like and what's her name shaddy shaddy yeah she's my favorite person yes i we're still really good friends that's good yeah um that's quite the quite the quite the adventure. Yeah, I don't think it's good. You don't but think it's good. Would you have like, preferred something else growing up? I don't know because I I, I think that you can't change the past. Well, you can't change the past, and I, I genuinely believe I'm I would not have made this choice to do yeah this job. What do you think you would have done? Something far more boring. Mm. I, I really think I, I'm not that much of a risk taker, but I think I just like naturally. But I think because I, I it was all just so discombobulated. I I got more. Um, used to moving yeah. and so moving to London didn't seem like that big of a deal whereas I think if I'd lived in the same place my whole life I think naturally me is not really inclined <laughs> to make that kind of a Do you think you're biologically step. programmed to, to kind of yes I think huddle, so, huddle I think a bit so yeah, yeah. Um, fair, fair enough mm. that's very interesting though I didn't, I didn't know any yeah. of this about you <laughs> Uh, where did you, did you go? Where did you go to university? Well we only just became friends yes we have only just become friends so. I went to uni in Amsterdam so you must have had friends at university then. That must yeah, have been yeah. that must have been the first. Shadi went with me. Shadi went with you. Same yeah, university. Yeah. Same studies. Same studies. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is great. The yeah. story is building towards yeah, more yeah, positive yeah, 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 yeah. things, and then we have the dark twist at the end. Patreon only. Um, <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, so you went to university in Amsterdam. That was a joke. I tried by to way. think of like a dark twist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shadi killed my sister. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so you finally, you get to for this. Is is would you say university was the first proper stability, or was it uh, the last year of high school, or whatever it was when you met Shadi? Yeah, I think so. That's when things like started. But I think also that that led to a period of um, of make of taking no risks mm. because it, it everything had been so risky before then. And so final stability. So I was just like I was yeah. really determined to just like not do, and I think that was really bad. I shouldn't have done that. Anymore. Yeah. 
but friends wise some real years of stability <laughs> yeah yeah were you were you just were you just opening friends to everybody yeah it was a very it was, it was open house friend wise it was very very nice time yeah yeah I, I also think like in uni people are just quite open yeah nice and they just they're not as judgmental as as they are in in uh, in high school. That's good. You, it seems though, from from hearing your life so far, mm-hmm. that uh, you've had a, a good a good portion of, of 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 maybe not friends consistently. Yeah. But you haven't seemed to have any. Do you have any friend betrayals? Anything like any meanness in friends? Sure. Yeah. yeah oh, yeah. have you? Oh yeah. Oh, like loads. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Oh, That's my goodness. why. I, <laughs> was that ju- was that the pre-university years? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That there was. Um, was that why you had all these friends that only lasted yeah, a little yeah, bit? Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have, I have, I have way more like awful stories than I have good ones. Do you want? Do you mind? Do you have one in mind that you mind to share? I Let's don't, see. I, I don't know. Um, when I when I when I skipped the grade, I came into a new grade. Yeah, I don't know why I'm laughing. Right? It's just yeah. always when I hear like sadness and kids, I always laugh because it's just so awful. It's so awful. And kids have no mental capacity to deal with. Oh them. no no no. Um, yeah, so there, when I went into that grade, so that was the last grade of, of primary school, and I came into basically like this whole new group of, of people, and um, who just didn't, like were told like instant. And, and there's something about like being the seniors in a school, like even in the primary school, like everyone you feel like a sort of ownership over the yeah. over the year. I think so. Yeah. I think they were really like, what the fuck are you doing here? Like you haven't earned this. Mm. You haven't you haven't put in the years like we have. And then, uh, but I did make some friends initially in the beginning. And like, I remember like I invited them to like my birthday party and stuff. And then one of the girls uh, and she, I invited her to my party and, and, and all this kind of stuff. And then we went, <laughs> she turned on me so viciously. Like we went on uh, to like a camp, like an away yeah. weekend or whatever. And, uh, and she had these like two, it was like the classic V for girls, have, do you know this? Where you have like the queen, and then they, they are flanked by like two yes. other women. Oh, I see. Like I the see. Cla- the classic, like a Draco Malfoy yes. and his two little sidekicks. She, she had that, and um, and she just like turned on on like in this camp, like terrorized me in this camp, like horrible, horrible things. Like I basically cried my way through it. Like the one time they they kept me back when we were like all going on a walk, and then got out of camera. And like they were like, do you want to take a picture with us? But then instead, like the two girls like threw sand in my face, and then like they took a picture oh of that. Oh my god! And one, we were playing like this game in the dark where it was like Stratego in the dark, and they like left me. We were all teamed up, and they like left me in a forest in the dark, <laughs> like without like uh, like light and any anything. Jesus uh, like, Christ! Uh, like loads of loads of stuff like like that. Dutch, little Dutch girls are mean. I think little girls are just mean. Yeah. I think they're like uh, well, I don't, I they've think got, it was, high, they've I got just, high on their own power. I was just throwing the Dutch thing as a fun flourish. I didn't yeah, think yeah, exclusively yeah. little Dutch girls. No, no, you heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> Philip is really misogynist, but only to Philip's Dutch girls. Little Dutch girls, yeah, yeah, yeah. Specifically little Dutch girls. That's really, that's really, that's yeah. really horrible. Well, I have more betrayals if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> well, do, do you want to do one more, one more betrayal? No. To, to um, off. But I'm sorry to hear all that. That sounds pretty nasty. Yeah, but um, you asked. I did. So this is your fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, what, what a weird way to... to Philip t- was one of the little Dutch girls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got to release it now. Yeah, yeah. Pull <laughs> off the mask. That's oh, the dark no. twist in the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, that's the dark we twist. We got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's really... That's really brutal. Yeah. Because... But aren't you glad that it happened? Am I glad that it happened? I would have never become a stand-up if not for that. And I you love my stand-up. I do love your stand-up a lot, but I definitely could have found a different guest for today. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So, you know, I'm not that happy. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay. No, I'm, 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 it's weird, isn't it? This is sort of this odd idea where you don't want sad things to happen, but yet they're kind of inevitable and they're also kind of a requirement. I don't think you need to have sadness in order to be interesting, but it certainly helps. I don't, uh, yeah, I agree with you. I also don't think you need that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, also, like, I don't know. I think it makes you a more well-rounded person to to be hated yes. for a bit. Because yeah. I think it makes you, it probably makes you nicer. You, you, have you ever met someone where you're like, you have ne nothing's yeah. ever happened to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, they're not. It freaks me out. Yeah, and they're not great. No. They're not terrible. But you just, I feel like sometimes there's like a, a lack of empathy. Yes. That like comes out. Yeah. I know exactly. I think of a specific person. You're right? And somebody, I am too. Yeah, somebody, is it the same one? <laughs> is it, this is a little Dutch girl I know. My God, she's never aged either. Um, it's really weird. Yeah. Yeah. It is, it is, uh, it's a freaky thing. Hmm. I think it's also annoying when nothing bad has happened to somebody in the context of like, um, like a date or something like this. You're on a date with somebody and you're trying to engage in some sort of conversation. Yeah. And then there's like nothing's happened and you're just like, come on, give me a dead dog, something to work with here. Yeah, because yeah, there's yeah, nothing yeah, we can yeah, sort yeah, of yeah, seem yeah. To, to bond over. It is, um, it is tricky. I think it's, I think it's essential. I, I once went on a date I, <laughs> where like we got to the sad so quickly oh. and it was my fault oh, okay. because I asked follow-up questions to things that you should not ask follow-up <laughs> questions. Like, you know, in a way where you're like, you're in date mode, so you're just like, oh my God, like how, how, how come that happened? And, and they're just like, well, and then like <laughs> just the worst, the worst thing spilled out. And I just laughed because I was like, that is so sad. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, yeah, well, you asked. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. Um, but, you know, I dated that guy for three years. Really? Yeah, because I think we were just like, we were right there right away. It was just like, well, good. we've skipped all of the, you know, all of the, like, awkward pleasantries. We're, yeah. we're, we're straight into it. Yeah, you know the person well. Yeah. That is good. Love of my life. Love your life. Yeah. Wow. I, I, how does your current partner feel about that? Patrick? Yeah. Oh, you know, he's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's fine. He knows. He knows. I love. I love. I love that joke. Patrick, I don't think loves that joke as much. But I. I really like it. I think saying "love of my life" for my ex-boyfriend is really funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is fun. It's really, it's, really, it's really. There are things. Every that... time he comes out, "love of my life." <laughs> it is. It is funny. I yeah. think stuff like that in a relation in the context of a relationship. I think being mean or brutal. Is I know. Funny. Um, uh, what do we have? A little bit of time. We can do uh, a quick roundup of your life. Just, just, oh, just God, okay, yeah. <laughs> a quick roundup. I mean, uh, university was a stable time. Uh, when did you move to the UK? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't a stable time. Oh, okay. but Friendwise, it was a stable time. Friendwise was stable. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. But I also uh, had a terrible bulimia. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> the plot thickens. <laughs> you don't have to keep that in. But I think well, that's fun for. Is me. anybody on after us? Maybe we can get into this bulimia story. I don't think anyone else is. Oh, it's not a story. <laughs> it's a life. It's a, it's a lifestyle. Believe me, love of my life. <laughs> At that point, yeah. Yeah. Really was, yeah. It, uh, it was, uh, it, that was not, I didn't mean to bring that up. I just think it's funny. You didn't mean to bring it up? No. Come on. What do you want to know about it? No, I don't know if I want How do you do it? <laughs> yeah. Did you? How does she do it? <laughs> How, how how does the modern woman throw herself up? Why, she uses bulimia and a, and a Colgate toothpick. Colgate toothpicks are not sided like other toothpicks. They have a soft, sweet end. Put down the throat and open the hatch. Yeah, Colgate. but just uh, just uh, just uh, to, for the kids, uh, it doesn't work. Don't doesn't do it. It doesn't work. Yeah. 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 I wasn't going to do it. 
You were going to do it? No, no. You know what's funny, though? I did it because my roommate did it. Mm. And my, but my roommate did not do it like, you should do this. My roommate did it like, <laughs> You didn't oh my walk God. it in your roommate one day and be like, yo, man, you want to try it? You <laughs> yeah, want to <yeah>. hit? <laughs> you want to hit of this toothbrush, bro? <laughs> No, she was just like, uh, she was like, oh my God, I have this the, this problem and I need to uh, stop doing it. And I was like, that problem sounds great. <laughs> what an awful way. Yeah. You want to make your problem my problem? I'd love that. Well, problem halved. <laughs> problem shared is a problem halved. My God, that's such an awful. It's so awful. And I think about it all the time in this sort of way of like, why? Like, she really was not selling this to me in yeah. any way, shape or form. She was really like... I need therapy. And I was like, <laughs> for that? That sounds great. <laughs> My God, what an odd way to get into it. You know what's funny? I, I've been thinking about like, you know, I this was a, I, I had it for three, four years, something like that. And I, I, I thought about like, like doing it on stage, but my main problem with that is that I'm like, I don't want to give anyone an idea. I don't, yeah, because I got the idea from someone who was like, don't do this. Yeah. So I am like, maybe people are stupid like well, me, and they'll listen to it and all. So even though, for example, I would hear about bulimia, yeah, and I would not take part in it. Were you not feeling well? Well, I'd just been broken up with, mm. and uh, I think it was like, uh, I, you know, when you're like, it can't be my personality, yeah. <laughs> No, so it's don't know that feeling. <laughs> so it's definitely uh, my body, and uh, and then you know, and it's just like it's like an outlet. It's like a way for you to focus all of your, yeah. you know, m- terrible mental health. And uh, yeah. just looking at Philip because he's famously anti-mental health. But um, <laughs> I'm not, not anti-mental health. I have all of my uh, mental health issues into like this one thing because obviously it's not about throwing up. It's about control. What do you mean by it's about control? Oh, I'm curious. Uh, bulimia is about control. So it's it usually happens with young women who feel out of control in their life. Yeah. And then that is something that, that food is something they can control. So the same with anorexia, the same with mm. um, uh, just just bulimia. It's like it's it's something that you can channel all of that into. And it actually, it, it often gets confused for just being about body, but it's actually more about control. So you've, you feel you can control the food intake and outtake? Yes. So because yeah. because you think it's like a in and out like like but it's not like that at all. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it, what comes out is not at all what you put in. <laughs> like far less comes out. Wow. Kids, don't do it. Don't do it. No. Uh, it's it's horrible. It's really really horrific. Do you want to keep this in? Yeah. Hundred <laughs> percent. I think this is really interesting. I, I want. I do want this to to be. Uh, a podcast that's about friendship and fun stuff, but also about bulimia, know, about control, <laughs> about control, and yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, it's really horrible. But it's, it's, it's. How did you get out of it? If you don't mind, if I mean, I mean, yeah. I don't, you know, it's so interesting. I mean, I got help. Yeah. And but I got help like, you know, when you're like, I'm ready for this to stop now. Yeah. So it actually didn't take. I, I think I just I, I went to a counselor and. I pretty much like it took me a couple of weeks to just stop doing it. Really? Yeah, but it, but it was like I think I'd unconsciously done a lot of work already. Of like I, I hated it so much at that point. Must that, it was, must be very painful. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. And uh, it's like. Uh, but I mean, but, but in like every sense, like the mental sense, and then also the actual. Well, no, the mental thing. You've you've. Sorry, are we overrunning? Haha. <laughs> <laughs> The mental sense is like you feel great after you do yeah. it, but then you feel terrible. Mm. Yeah. 
But I, I, I think it was like, it was weird. It was like, I knew I wanted to stop. I got help. At the same time, I was living in Canada at the time. And at the same time, my, my, my grandfather died back home. So I had to go home for the funeral. And because I'd, I just started doing this work, so I told my parents about it. And then I told my sisters. And I blamed them. That was not fair. Mm. But I said, this is all your fault. Mm. Uh, because I had only started the work and not finished it. And it was not their fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they blamed me for that for like years. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Really ruined our relationship. But it was uh, the, the bulimia thing uh, went away. Yeah. yeah. Well, mm -hmm. I'm sorry to hear that. And now I'm fine. <laughs> yes. And now everything's okay. And now everything's okay and I don't have any problems. That's good. I'm with the second greatest relationship <laughs> of my life. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast so far. I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if you'd like to, you can uh, leave us a review. That'd be really great. Or you can subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, Patreon members get the full episode at length without anything missing. Uh, we record an hour of the podcast. We usually trim that down to about 30 minutes, 45 minutes. And uh, I've really enjoyed it so far. And I think you should, uh, you should subscribe to our Patreon if you like to. Don't you think that's a good idea, Mickey? Yeah. Yeah? All right. Do it. <laughs> All right. Back to the podcast. <laughs> So this is a section of the podcast we call A Friend in Need. Yeah. Uh, where people, anybody listening, can submit any of their life problems, big or small. You can submit it into the form that we have. The link is in every episode's description. And as you just get involved with the podcast, submit anything you want, whether there's a big problem, a small problem, a friend in need is a friend indeed. Both spelled with a PH, of course. This first one comes from Katie. It's quite a serious question. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Ready to help a friend in need? Uh, I have no ambition anymore post-lockdown. I used to care about my career, and now I do everything I can to work as little as possible while getting paid. Should I try and get the motivation back, or have I just escaped capitalism? Ooh. Interesting question. Yeah. What do you think? Katie, yeah? you've not escaped capitalism. <laughs> no one escapes capitalism. Do you know Slavo Zizek? Uh, no. He's a Slovenian philosopher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, Katie, you have not escaped capitalism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no I do know who that is, but you said it in the right... Capitalism. You said Ideology the... in its purest form. <laughs> You you said the the name right yeah yeah and so I did not recognize You're it. I'm, right. I'm just used to like reading it. Yeah yeah. Um, yeah, he was at a philosophy festival where they also did comedy. Oh nice, mm -hmm. wonderful. Uh, um, I am, um, but my my the ambition thing. Uh, I think uh, what that means is you're in. You're in, uh, you're no longer care about that the career that you're currently in. Yeah. Because I think it's actually really hard not to care about something that you actually like not to be ambitious when you actually care about. The yeah, hundred percent. You're in. Um, and I always thought that because when I was when I was young and in school, I always thought that um, I was just not an ambitious person, um, but I just didn't care about any of the subjects. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started doing comedy that I was like, whoa, yeah. here's the drive. Mm -hmm. Here it is. Here's and I ambition. genuinely thought I didn't. I, I thought that was just like a personality trait that I did not possess. And now I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so so ambitious. When you when you what do they say? When you do something when you do something you love, you're gonna be you're gonna want to do it. That's your, like your your curse or whatever. Yeah. You have to want to be that. But thing. isn't it like you won't be like depressed for a day of your life or something? What is that? What is the saying? It's like you'll you do what be you happy. love. I don't think that's true. No, 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 no. Well, there's also like the you'll rule. never work a day in your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's I the, work. It really feels like work. Yeah. It's just this. So, Feels like this. This, this hour, this podcast this hour podcast? has really felt like work <laughs> at times. Um, but what is it? it's the rule of thirds? They say, isn't it that like a third of the time you're going for a goal, you should be happy. A third of the time you should be okay, and a third of the time you should be depressed or something like this. I saw oh. some, some gymnast was saying this, which is probably you yeah, know, that makes about which is, yeah, that which makes is a sense. good secret. Yeah. Um, as far as no ambition goes, 
I think I've no, I have uh, contemporaries of my like just contemporaries in the sense of same age as me or when I was at mm-hmm. university, who they just had no ambition in life. They had nothing they wanted to do, nothing they wanted to achieve, and it's a really difficult position to be in, because I think if you know what you want to do, you can always correct your behavior and go, well, I'm not actually doing what I need to do to get to this yeah. goal. Whereas if you don't know what you don't want to do, it can be quite tough to sort of navigate. So you almost have to start doing the thing where you just tick things off the list that you don't want to do. Yeah, but. As far as I'm, I don't know what the situation this person's in. Sometimes this 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 no ambition after lockdown thing. I don't know. Is this person you think is just like in bed every day, or is it just a person who's not happy with their life? What do you think, Katie's Katie's up to? I I think um, you know I think everyone just sort of thought about their life in in yeah. lockdown and yeah, yeah. and you I I think before you it's really easy to just jump on the tread you know just the, whatever it's called the conveyor belt of whatever career you're in and 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 when it stops feel like wait, why did I do that? I did mm-hmm. not care about that at all. But then go when you're going back to the same thing, you're not going to care because you've realized that you actually don't care about that. I think you should just, you know, change. Change jobs. Change jobs and, and, and really give yourself um opportunity, like Philip said, to, to fail and like tick off things that, that you think you might want to do, but then turns out that you don't want to do that. All right. Yeah. This is from, uh, <laughs> this is from Richard. Expression. Yeah, Richard. <clears throat> Hello. I have sunstroke and a hangover. Uh oh, <laughs> and have been throwing up in the toilet of my Airbnb for the last six hours. Throw up? I know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> Mickey, I'll let you handle this one. <laughs> Unfortunately, about halfway through this little episode, the water was shut off from the, from the flat by the city council for pipe repairs for the next three days, mm. and the toilet won't flush as a result. The flat is beginning to smell of vomit. What do I do? Now, I have to say, I'm really glad we released this on Monday. Mm-hmm. When it's still going to be really re- very relevant for mm-hmm. this guy, yeah. Uh, but what's uh, this is this is very much a different different scenario than the other one. Really similar, yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Same answer. Same answer. <laughs> what are you doing career-wise, Richard? <laughs> what are you What are you going to pursue? You know, maybe you need to a little blanket. Maybe another blanket. Maybe the reason you're drinking is because you're not happy in the job you currently have. Okay, you're welcome, Richard. Uh, what's our advice for Richard? Well, actually, Lucas, I feel like you're a, you're a young guy who who drinks a decent amount. Whoa! 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 You're gonna out me right here. But you go. I've heard about the dates Fire. you've been going on. You must be hungover sometimes. Come on, man. <laughs> So rude. Was also, why don't you think that I'm hungover? Is it, yeah. <laughs> is it every energy I give off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hanging right now. <laughs> I'm fucking hungover right now. No, to be fair, I have not drunk in uh, two months. Lucas, what do you got? Do you have a remedy for hangovers? I have a remedy. I always have a banana and okay. some water. This is actually not helpful because <laughs> Lucas is actually the kind of young where a banana still helps. <laughs> you know, yeah, so it's, true. Just, it's just like, that's actually nothing. I just look at water yeah. and I feel better. <laughs> I absorb it via osmosis. Yeah, yeah. Like a frog. Yeah, parasitic on a banana. Okay, my hangovers last two days. Richard, what you need to do yeah. <laughs> is you need to uh, eggs yeah. and carbs. Eggs and carbs. Some kind of combination of that. Yeah. Just just make something. So what about this whole, this the, his water's been cut off from the flat from the city council. What do we do from that? You don't need water to make eggs. <laughs> you don't need water to make eggs. Well, first of all, if you're dehydrated, go out and get some water. Yeah, buy some water, Richard. There are other there are other options. Yeah. I guess where does the the water has been shut off? Buy some water, then um, throw up in, in a Costa. You know those places. <laughs> throw up in a coffee shop. Yeah, they they're they're made for this. You know those toilets are disgusting. If you've ever been in there, like people have been doing that, one hundred percent just before you got in there, like yeah. someone's vomited or shot there, and uh, that's what they're for. Yeah. 
I think. So we've got the the, the cure for the hangover, sunstroke. Uh, just sleep is the only thing that's going to cure that. Some moisturizer and as well. Water as well. So we got the water thing. What do you do with the vomit smell? The vomit smell. I mean, I don't know how the eggs are going to help with that. I think <laughs> I feel like that might um, add to. Also, it. I don't know where this vomit smell. Open is. a window. Richard, where are you? <laughs> that you there's can't a lot more open context. a window. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot more context we're missing from here. Um, yeah. yeah. But make food. Just food is, is, is really good. Yeah. Don't throw up the food you just ate. That mm-hmm. would be uh, from uh, one bulimic to uh, <laughs> another person throwing up. Um, don't do that. You actually need to st- it, the food to stay in, in your um, body. In the body. Okay. Mm. The this may seem like uh, people are like, duh. Yeah. But actually, this is good advice. Yeah, it's very good advice. I don't know what the vomit smell. You know, I used to have an issue with vomiting a lot as a baby. Apparently, whenever I was a kid and I would smile, I would throw up right afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> I would just smile. I just Bleh. And then I remember this one time. I Such a, like, cynical baby. Yeah. It's, like, gross. <laughs> smiling. Actually, uh, no, I hate the world. <laughs> I, uh, my brother once, he, uh, I remember it was a few years older, and this was, my family used to do shit like this all the time, like, blame me for stuff that I did when I was, like, a, a child, oh, um, and then one now time my brother, like, spilt, um, something, he spilled, like, a, I don't know why he had this, like, you know those, like, Formula One big bottles of champagne, I think he won one in a prize, and he spilt it, he, like, dropped it on the carpet and it spilt everywhere, and then my mother was cleaning it up, and they were cleaning up together, and she was like, oh, I know, I know how to clean carpets very well. I had to clean up vomit a lot from them when, uh, a few years ago. And then she looked at me, and I was like 15 at the time, and I must have been three when I was throwing up. And I was like, dude, what the fuck? I had nothing to do with this. Yeah, never forget. Never forget. That's, uh, that's important within family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, your brother s- is a Formula One driver? No, 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 no. He had a Formula One-sized bo- bottle of a champagne. Oh, that's so much less interesting. <laughs> I know. That'd be amazing. I would not be fucking doing this podcast if my brother was a Formula One Why driver. Why not? I'd be loaded. Why would your brother give you money? Yeah. You would not like it oh, to if, be like a child of handouts, please. A child of my brother's Formula One handouts? You yeah. have way too much ambition. Thank you. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, we're going to end just there. No, no, no. Um, yeah, start with a compliment, end with a compliment. Yeah, begin with a compliment, end with a compliment. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I'm very embraced. Yeah. <laughs> and a callback, come on. Come on. Disgusting. Uh, all right, Mickey, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, listen to my podcast. It's so much better. <laughs> no, me and Sarah Keyworth do a podcast. Yeah, it's called Thank Fuck for That. Yeah, and it's all about moments in your life where you go, Thank, Thank fuck, fuck for that. that. <laughs> That's the pitch. Also, uh, follow me on on social. Why <laughs> <laughs> it's the pitch? And that's the pitch. Uh, follow me on social media. I do sketches. Oh yeah, your sketches are great. Thank you. My favorite. Hands down, my favorite sketches are yours. Always enjoy them. Ah, oh, thank you. I'm being serious. I make them myself. <laughs> make them make myself. I make them myself. Um, great. Yeah, Lucas, did you have Oh, at Mickey Oveman. That's my social handle. Yeah. Thank Mick- you, Philip, for setting me up for that. No worries. <laughs> I, you knock them down. <laughs> <laughs> That was Philip and Friends, a podcast hosted by Philip Kostoletsky. Our guest today was Mickey Overman. Philip and Friends was produced by Lucas Jeff Coat, courtesy of Vauxhall Podcast Studios. Theme song and outro music was written by Fred and produced by Georgia Johnson. Get involved with the podcast by subscribing and supporting us on Patreon. Wonderful. That's it. That was really good. Do you think so? Yeah. I can't tell if you're being serious. You're really good at oh, this. Oh, thanks.